0: Welcome to the Tax Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dim and I'm a tax veteran, expert, and trainer. I'm the author of the Tax Cell Playbook, founder of the Tax Academy, and I'm your host right here on the Tax Podcast. I've also trained many, many people to see tax sell success in their own businesses. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast, and as always, at the conclusion of this podcast, if you're looking to learn more about investing in tax-faulted real estate, the first step that I recommend, and the same step that all those people that I've helped see success in this business, is to head on over to taxcellacademy.com. that's taxcellacademy.com. All right, guys, today we're talking about tax sales and outstanding liens. Now, before I get into this, I want you to completely understand that you must know your state statutes and laws when it applies to tax sale investors. If you don't understand these laws, or if you don't know these laws, then just don't invest. They are what controls your investment and your money. Knowing your laws in this business is everything. So know your laws. Now, with that said, what we're about to discuss will apply for the overwhelming majority of all states, okay? All right. So when a property owner fails to pay their delinquent taxes, a priority or senior lien is placed against that property in which those taxes have not been paid. Now, this lien could be resold in tax lien states, or it might just be held by the county in tax deed states. This lien is called a senior or a priority lien, and those words are very important. This means that it has priority over most other types of liens. We can compare it to, say, a first mortgage and a second mortgage. A first mortgage is secure, A first mortgage is usually for more money, and it has priority over that second mortgage. What this means is that when that first mortgage forecloses, it forecloses everything underneath it. It has that priority. Now regardless of what other liens exist, when a tax lien is placed on the property, it becomes a priority or senior lien with a very few rare exceptions that we'll discuss later on. So if Bank of America has a mortgage against the property, Joe the plumber has a mechanics lien against the property, and whomever else has a lien against that property, Whenever that tax lien is filed, it automatically becomes senior or more important than the rest of those liens. So what this means is that once that tax lien is foreclosed, not only does it foreclose out the interest of that owner, but it also forecloses out the interest of every other lien holder on that property. So when you buy a tax foreclosed property, as long as the lien holders were properly notified, you become the owner of that property without all the mortgages and liens that are attached to it. With that said, if there is enough equity in that property and those lien holders have a big enough interest in that property, then they have every right to step in and pay the taxes essentially on the delinquent owner's behalf so they don't lose their interest in that property. In other words, they can stop the tax foreclosure process simply by paying the taxes, which stops anyone from foreclosing out their interest. So you can buy a tax sell property and the liens get wiped out. Now, as a side note, don't confuse this as meaning that the title is clear or insurable with title insurance. That's an entirely different topic. And I urge you to find the episode about that if that interests you. Okay. So the liens get wiped out, but we need to take it a step further and add a little clarification here. I should say the private liens get wiped out and the private liens only. The best way to remember this is that the government will remove private party liens regardless of how big or how small that private party is. It doesn't matter if it's Joe's Plumbing or Wells Fargo. It's gone, that lien is history. But they will not remove their own liens. So private liens get wiped out and government liens will stay. Let's look into it a little bit further the more powerful the government branch, the higher priority of those liens. So for example, a federal lien will play by its own rules, things like IRS liens, estate liens come next, and then you have the local liens, obviously. So on a federal level, I get a lot of questions about IRS liens. The IRS has a 120 day right of redemption for all tax sell properties. What this means is that they have 120 complete days from the date that it's sold, and you can't do anything with that property while you wait for the IRS to decide if they want to take over that property. So they have 120 days to come in and take the property. Now, if they do this, they'll reimburse you your money without interest, of course, and it'll be time for you to move on to the next property. Now, it's very important to look at this with common sense. If you have a $1,500 lot and the taxpayer owes the IRS a quarter million bucks, the IRS's expenses acquiring and selling that property are gonna be much more than that property is even worth. So just because they hold a lien does not mean that they'll exercise the option to claim that property. In fact, they usually don't when it comes to tax sales because the properties aren't valuable enough. The other option, of course, is to just pay off the IRS lien for the benefit of not having to worry about it, not having to wait 120 days, and I guess maybe if you wanna help somebody out, that's probably not the best idea unless you're really, really nice. But yes, that is an alternative to waiting. Now, beyond the feds, you've got a number of state and local liens that could exist as well. The most common liens that I see are going to be your code enforcement issues. These are liens against the property for things like weed violations, dilapidated homes violations, demolition costs, and all sorts of other similar stuff. If these liens do exist, it's not the end of the world, but it will certainly require some extra effort and negotiation on your part. In many cases, you can actually get these liens reduced substantially by up to 90 or 95% or perhaps even more. Now, this is completely at the discretion of the department that is responsible for those liens in your specific area. And you're usually going to face two issues. Number one, the ability to negotiate will likely be limited by the county's hard costs. If we're talking just fines, daily fines, interest, the kind of thing that does not cost them anything besides writing a ticket, that's going to be one thing. But if you're talking about a situation where they had to bring one of their tractors to a job site, demolish a house, haul it away, pay employees where there's actually hard costs involved, then your ability to negotiate will be greatly reduced since the county has already spent taxpayers' money improving that property. Keep that in mind. The second point is that your ability to negotiate down these liens with the local counties will really depend well, on the people that you meet with, what they think of you, what they think of the property, and truthfully, their moods that specific day. At some point in the future, I'll likely do a video on negotiating out the city or the county-held liens. So when you buy a tax sale property, your private liens are removed most of the time, and government liens will stay. And depending on where the government liens are from and how savvy you are, then you might have a shot and getting these liens reduced or even removed. Again, guys, I cannot emphasize enough, as with everything in this episode, that it's a generalization of what covers most states. As far as your specific state that you invest in, you must know the laws and how they apply to outstanding liens and encumbrances. Guys, that's it for today's episode. I really hope you found this episode helpful. There's certainly quite a bit involved with understanding liens and covenants, priorities, senior, junior, all sorts of other real estate investing and tax on investing terms. And I'd love to explain this to you in much more detail. And I do that over at taxellacademy.com. Again, that's taxellacademy.com. If you're just learning about tax investing, a great resource for you is the Tax Playbook. The book itself is completely free. It just help us cover shipping. And when you're ready to really get started, when you're ready to take that shortcut, consider joining the Tax Academy. And you can do that, again, by going to taxellacademy.com and clicking on that join button. And as always, guys, if you found the Tax Cell podcast helpful, Please take a few seconds out of your very busy day to consider leaving us a five-star rating and some positive feedback. We read each and every single one of them, and we are so, so thankful for everybody who has taken the time to do so already. Guys, I hope you have a successful day. Take care. Bye-bye.